People don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. That's right. During crisis and economic depression, small business owners often struggle with making sales and keeping the loyalty of their people because if you ain't selling, it's hard to pay the bills. On the Ethical Sales Podcast, you will learn new ways to selling ethically and communicating with your people to create more loyalty and getting out of the rut of stress and frustration. When there is plenty of sales, there should be plenty of profits to keep things flowing smoothly and everybody be happy, happy, happy. And today we'd like to discuss this aspect in regards to selling and sales, the mindset, having a caring mindset. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to just helping people. You know, I bet if you took a microphone and you went out and you videoed people on the street, we should do this sometime. I think we really should do this. And just like go down to Pittsburgh and just a random street, you know, where you got people walking by and you just ask them, uh, what do you think of salespeople? What do you think of salespeople? What do you think the answer would be most of them have to say? Don't like them. Don't like them. Unless they're one of them. Uh And then they probably still are going to say they don't like them. Because most salespeople honestly don't know how to honor people. And they don't know how to um, have confidence. They see themselves as somebody out there that's going to go try to sell something rather than somebody that has a solution. Because there's a million people out there that are looking for a solution. And if you can be one of those people, that just shows how, you know, for us, it's a roofing business. And we have all the time that people call and they have a problem with their roof and they're looking for a solution. We just want the rain to stop dripping on my desk. And if you can provide a solution, you don't have to go in there and be a pushy salesperson. I don't like pushy salespeople either. You know, I like to go shopping in a store and if I'm looking for something, walk up to somebody and say, hey, I'm looking for this. And I love when they help me find what I'm looking for, but I don't want them to come over and try to sell me something. You know how it is. You got some guy walks over and you're like, you know, they're going to say, uh, can I help you with something? And, I'm, and I always say the same thing. No, I'm just browsing. I'm just browsing. But I really am there to buy something. And if they change their question up a little bit, um, I would tell them what I'm looking for. But sometimes that question almost comes across, if you're not careful how you say it, it comes across as um, go away. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Can I help you? Mm-hmm. It's like, you got a problem? <laughs> I used to sell Carhartt clothing workwear in a store and uh, it is a good idea to offer to help people because everyone that's coming in is looking for something. Yep. Uh, usually like 90% of the time they're looking for something. So maybe instead of asking if they're looking at a certain department, maybe uh, at a certain line of items, ask them, can I help you find a certain size? Mm-hmm. Is there a certain size or a certain color I can help you find? So changing up that question gets a better response than just being very blunt about it Mm -hmm. and even just simply asking your customer what are you looking for Mm -hmm. it's simple it's elementary you know sometimes we try sometimes we complicate things the teacher was asking the students you know what's the proper way if you're going on your first date what's the proper way to say i have to go to the bathroom to your first date and everybody was coming up with these answers that they thought was just great a better way to say it you know and the one little kid raised his hand and, and he said, well, you know, I think I would just raise my hand or I would just look at her or him and just say, uh, can you excuse me? I have to go pee. And sometimes we have to come back to that. How can I help you? Very direct, but I guess the job done. And it's probably appreciated, honestly, being more direct. Probably yeah. the best sales 
experience I've ever had from a box store. You know, you would you don't really look at a box store and think, okay, if you're going to walk into a big box store, you're going to have a good sales experience. But we had our stuff stolen um, going out on a Western hunting trip this last year, and it looked like our trailer got swept out. And we went to Shields in Colorado Springs. I mean, if you're you know into the outdoor world of any kind, I don't care if you just like to go hiking or if you like to hunt or if you like to fish or you like to shoot guns or it's like the Mecca store of the outdoor world. It's like taking a Cabela's and a Bass Pro and a, a amusement park and putting it all in one store. Then you're only halfway there. I didn't expect I would do a bow setup at this store because I've always bought all my bows from little stores, like little uh, bow shops. And when I walked into this you know, big, huge, giant box store, they had the best looking bow shop I've ever seen. They had the biggest inventory of bows ever. The guy came up to me and he was like, what are you looking for? And I told him what happened. Our stuff got stole. We're going to have to set uh, up a new bow. We're going to have to buy new hunting clothes. And one of the other guys from the store came over and he said, hey, if you put a list together what you need, I'll go get it. And he asked me my sizes and everything. And he literally went around that entire store and he came back and he would say, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? I told Deb, I said, it's funny that these people, like they act like they own the store. And then I asked the guy, I said, like, this is the best experience I've ever had in a box store. You asked me specifically what I'm looking for, what brand I want to buy, and you're going getting it off the shelf and bringing it back to the bow shop and saying, here, does this work? Is this what you're looking for? Um, and it's, I bet it saved us an hour and a half. And he's just kind of grinned, and he pointed to his badge, and it had a, like a little blue star or something on it. He said, everybody that has a blue star like this, we actually own a little piece of the store. It's employee-owned. And you could tell that. But he had a great way of asking you know, he wasn't just saying, hey, can I help you with something? He was like specific. What are you looking for and what can I help you go get? We ended up buying almost everything that got stolen out of that store to get back out in the woods. Sales mindset. And I think it goes even beyond the sale. I heard a story of a contractor that had a bad experience on a roof. A thunderstorm popped up unexpected and they ended up with leaks in the apartment and the lady was not happy at all. Mm. However, they offered to clean up. They actually cleaned up the mess that it made inside the apartment and I'll replace the furniture, whatever it took. And by the end of the day, she was totally happy and she was very, uh, I'd say very supportive of this contractor because they cared. I think regardless whether we're selling, whether we're serving or doing the project, having that mindset of caring will go a long ways. In sales, it's not about you. If you're sitting there and you're getting ready to take a big bid into a potential customer or um, you're getting ready to sit down with a potential client or whatever and your hands are all sweaty, I can promise you you're thinking about yourself too much. I have to tell myself that all the time, that if I'm nervous, I'm thinking about me. But when I think about my customer and how I can help them, it just eases so much tension. And I don't care if it's a you know a $1,000 quote. I don't care if it's a million-dollar quote. These people have a problem. Sure, the million-dollar problem might be a lot bigger problem, and you're just going to have a better solution for them. But people are people, and it's not about you. It's about your customer. It's about the person you're working with. It's about the person in your team. And when we take and keep that in mind, it takes a lot of tension off the deal, and you make it about other people. It's pretty simple. I mean, you know, working with a team, it's pretty transparent or easy to see the people that are doing well are not focused on the money that they're bringing home or the money they're making, but they're focused on helping other people. 
That's what they're really focused on. And, and the smartest people in business understand that money is only a byproduct. And the more you focus on the money, the harder it is to actually make the money. You have to focus on what it is that attracts money. And the number one thing that attracts money is helping other people with their problems. And so you have to have a mission statement. If you don't have a mission statement for your company or for what you know gets you up and gets you out, write up a mission statement, but make sure you're really focusing on what it is that you do to help other people and just go out and do that day in and day out. Just focus on helping that person, not helping him because of what it does for you, but genuinely helping that individual take care of his problems where that individual can feel like, hey, you are the selfish guy that is in it for the customer, that is in it to help him overcome his problems. If you can do that, you're not going to have a lack of money because you will separate yourself so far from so many companies who've made it all about the income and all about the money. And you're going to be the company that actually has the money. So just really focus on helping, 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 helping your customers your clients get what it is that they are looking for. Hey, 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 before you leave, let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled with knowing how to open a conversation? Have you ever struggled with knowing how to close the sale? Elias Rayburn and his twin brother, Matt, put together a small booklet titled Simplify the Sale that teaches you how to open conversations and how to close the sale. You can download your copy for free at smarterroofer.com forward slash simplify. Again, download your copy for free at smarterroofer.com forward slash simplify. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.